Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. To stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. You can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back. It is hour three, the final hour of In This League, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's I football am talk. A simple oh. goat. I live I'll be back on a pickup truck. I can't say the rest of the song. There's too many curse words. Was, God, I don't. I barely remember that. I do, I mean, I remember listening to that album. What was all on there? I don't. I mean, he made so many albums. I remember the best one was the one uh, with uh, me. I'm a lonesome kicker. Extra points, field goals at your service. You so, remember that? Yeah, okay. So kicker. We were talking about this like when we were at a break here, and I said the idea of like Mike Myers is good is the same logic. Like he still makes good movies, is the same logic as like Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler ha- there's been one good movie and it was critically slammed in the last fifteen years, and it was the um the funny people one by Uptow. Like nobody yeah, liked it. I mean everyone that else movie- comedy liked it, but no one else Look, watches it. Funny people was a good movie, but it was about an hour too long. Absolutely. Like, uh, they they could have cut they ninety cut minutes an hour needed to be ninety that. minutes. It felt right, like a hundred and ninety right. minutes. That was the problem. <laughs> That's the best did, movie that he's done. Did you see Sandler's new uh, new thing on uh, Netflix? Uh, I saw a clip where. Um, Oh God! What was the clip? It was it was called my phone, my Uber wallet. Driver? No phone, oh. wallet, keys. That was a really <laughs> funny wallet, rap. Keys, yeah, I mean yeah. he he does that like it's all him singing and then telling a joke uh, for the entire time, and they, it's filmed over like you know four or five different locations or something. All he's doing, dude. All he's doing is finding any way to fulfill that stupid deal he cut with Netflix to cut like five movies. The guy, no ideas. He's just like, uh, let's do. No, I, I thought it was great. Like I, I haven't. I watched that ridiculous six movie or whatever. It was pretty terrible. I didn't like it. I didn't watch that know? one, but I did watch the one where um, I think he plays like a secret agent and like uh, David Spade is in it. Oh, no, I didn't see that. It was how bad was it? It was bad. Was it bad? It was really All bad. right. David Spade, now, let me ask bad. you this. If you were 15, you think you would have liked it? No. No? No. Okay. Not. No, no. Adam Sandler, in our age demographic, when we were like teenagers, he was one of the best out there. Like, everything he did was gold. Happy Gilmore, Mr. Deeds, um, uh, Tommy, uh, not, not Tommy Boy, uh, Water Boy. Everything he, well, Water Boy started, Mr. Deeds and Water Boy started to be the turn where it was like, where are we going here? Uh, I think, I, I think Water Boy was Billy Madison. Of the best stuff. 
Billy Madison was great too. Yeah. But then like, I think Mr. Deeds was like, okay, this is getting to be uh, not as good as the yeah. other one. We don't need this much John Turturro, but we are going to keep getting him apparently. <laughs> and then it started to turn. Mike Myers did the same <laughs> Where thing. Where was Adam Sandler and Rounders? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, take like Mike Myers, like er, like early on post SNL, he had like Wayne's World, which was his, which was great. He went, he branched out a little bit and did... Um, so I married an axe murderer and he is a control freak. If you're aware of him, like he literally, I don't know how many people know this. Chris Farley originally voiced, um, Shrek. Right. And then he, obviously for reasons he passed away. He passed yeah. away. So it was redone uh, with Mike Myers. Mike Myers did the whole movie in one voice. Then, made them pay to do it again in a completely different voice. It paid off, but the guy's a control freak, so he hasn't done that much stuff, and it's gotten worse. First, Austin Powers, fine. Second one, eh. Third one, this needs to stop and never come back. Like, I just remember after, uh, uh, I, I think, was it after Katrina and MTV was doing a big uh, you know, benefit thing, call the state 100 number, blah, blah, blah. Mike Meyer showed up for that. And that was, he was standing right behind Kanye when Kanye did the whole George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah. And, and then you could just see his face go, okay. Okay. All right. I'm leaving. Dude, you know, Mike Myers did the love guru. Oh, yeah, that was pretty bad. But wait a minute. Adam Sandler ripped it off and did the other one. What was it? The the hairstylist, uh, the Israeli hairstylist spy guy. Um, What was that one? No. Yeah. Yeah. And he drank. the. I, I just remember because there was some stupid drink that he loves so much called Fizzy Bubby. I think that was Love Guru. I mean, I'm looking at no, his movies. No, no, it was Mike Myers did one. And then Adam Sandler did one. It was I, they're like the same thing. You're, I never confu- saw you're confusing Adam's Adam Sandler was fizzy fizzy bubby. Bubbly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that Adam Sandler ripped off the love guru from Mike Myers. Oh, like they did the same thing. Yeah, I mean, and that shows you like everything that you need to know about the decision making <laughs> of all of this. It's a horrible, horrible idea. I don't know. I by the way, Seth Green look- is in the new one, by the way. The only cast for You don't uh, mess with four. the Zohan, by the way. Yeah, it's just that, that's what the name of it was. They just they all go down, man. They all I go down to you. If you watch the stand up thing, you'll like it. I bet I will because he's not making a movie. Yeah, it's the, just a stand up. The worst thing he is at life right now is making movies. God, no, I'm just saying like he's got all the money. He's probably a great dad. You know, he's probably <laughs> a generous person, a good friend. Uh, he's a better comedian. He, he makes horrible movies. You didn't like. Uh... No. <laughs> You like the wedding singer? I love like, the what, wedding singer. What, what but year that was, does it stop? That that was like two thousand maybe. I'm asking. What okay, year does you know it what? stop? It stops at wedding singer. So I'm going to tell you, it stopped at oh, it's fifty first dates before. Or it stopped after in 1998. <laughs> That's when it stopped. Fifty first dates was stupid. I thought it was. It was good. okay. Wedding singer I mean, was the was, end of know, it. It was fine. Last, it wasn't like amazing. Last good Adam Sandler movie was the wedding singer. Hundred <laughs> percent. So fifty first dates. dates, the concept is this girl got hit in the head by like a freaking coconut or something and he has to keep doing the dates. It's a comedy movie, dude. I mean, can't you suspend disbelief for a second? No. Jesus. No. I mean, Drew Barrymore does look like the person that a coconut could hit her and she would forget her memory. <laughs> 
She does look like that. All right. Enough about this. Mike Myers sucks. Adam Sandler is trying to revive Suckle. And uh, I don't know who the other person we were talking about was. Mike Myers oh my is the God. worst. All right. Mike Myers is the worst. Okay. The worst. He, apparently, he's in the new Bohemian Rhapsody movie, which is getting murdered online well, right now. Is it really? It is getting uh. destroyed because they made a Freddie Mercury movie, a PG-13 movie. Yeah, what are you doing there? Sasha Bear I mean. Cohen had one in the workings about 10 years ago, and they were saying, going to be close to NC-17, the one they wanted to make. Probably the one that wins an Academy Award, too. Not this piece of trash. Academy Award. Yeah. Academy Award. Academy. Macademy? Oh, I say Macademy. Yeah. Academy Award winning. All right. Let's get to uh, week nine. Damn it. Keep getting sidetracked and all this stuff. Uh, What the the hell was the game? It was the Bears and the Bills. Huge, huge line. Bogman did great last week. You should listen and put all your financial advice into what Bogman says here for this week. I highly suggest it. Uh, The Bears are favored by 10, a road 10-point favorite. 37 and a half is the line. Mitch Trubisky so been fine. Um, did you hear that also the Bills are saying that LaShawn McCoy is in their 2019 plans? Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, great. I feel like. Uh, obviously <laughs> he is or they would have traded him, right? I feel like there might be a Netflix documentary that might be in his plans in 19 more than the Bills. If you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Some big old veneered woman is going to be on his side. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I would bet my life on LaShawn McCoy's yeah, innocence. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, what do you think about this one? The Bills suck. Nate Peterman is ready to get him to a win, though. I think whatever you do. You're wrong. I think you got to take the under in this, don't you? Even though it's so low. It's the most tempting over I've ever seen, which means it's going to be like 23 to 10 this game. So I just you can't bet on the Bills offense at all to can, do anything. Can you bet on the Bills to cover that line though? Um it's a big I, line. It is I dude, I can't bet on that. I'm gonna take Chicago in the under. <laughs> They're gonna win by ten, but somehow this is gonna go under. Probably no Allen Robinson. This is this is what I want. I wanna have my cake and eat it too. I'm going to do the same, unfortunately. <laughs> Are you really? I can't, I mean, I can't. I mean, the Buffalo, I mean, I think I was right about the uh, the Packers one. I took the Packers and you're like, no way. It was nine and a half. And I was like, no, Packers no, no. I, no, it was the, uh, it was the under on the, the Patriots and the Bills game and it hit. The under hit. So you got that was one where you nailed both of them. And I only got the Patriots because it was the Patriots by 14. They won by 19. But that game, the, the, over was low for that for our Patriots game, 44 and a half. But you can score on the Patriots. Their defense isn't that good. And Buffalo couldn't score even with playing catch up the entire game. The game was terrible. Yeah, they're not good. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to agree with you here. I, I'm going to go Chicago just because the Bills are so atrocious. And I don't know the odds, you know, if you want to play the the game of averages here with, you know, the Bills being able to, you know, Nate Peterman finally throwing a touchdown and not throwing 12 picks and stuff like that. I just like, why would it start against the Bears? Khalil Mack is going to eat Peterman alive. Um, so, uh, no, 
I'm going to go under. I'm going to go Chicago Bears. That's not one I would be wanting to play with. Though, I mean, I don't know. Some people might find safety in it. Let's go to the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. The Greg Williams coached Cleveland Browns. And um, what is his name? Wiley? Probably the most popular Halloween costume, if you saw those. <laughs> was it? Were there really people dressing up as Wiley? I didn't see him, like me personally, because I'm in Arizona. No one cares about Cleveland. But... In Cleveland, lots of people, lots of babies. Is that just because there's so many fat people? No. uh, What did I tell you a long time ago? I think I said it on, I want to say Sleeper on the Bust, when you and I joined uh, Spore and Justin Mason, where I said, if there's one thing that people love, skinny people love more than anything, is, is acting like they're fat. It's their favorite thing on the planet to shame fat people by pretending to be fat. So, who do you think the people that dressed up like uh, Coach Wiley were? Oh, All skinny, skinny women. Okay. It's her favorite thing. Didn't see any skinny guys. <laughs> I saw They're a too busy uh, taking the Instagram pictures, and it was I all saw, skinny women. It was a fake Comedy Central commercial where they were um, – uh, it was like a fake app, and it was a point – Point your phone at someone's costume, and then it would tell you what they're trying to be. And then you were supposed to go, oh, I get it. I so get the, it. So the app was called, I get it. <laughs> I like that one. Does it, like does it audibly it, say it too? I get it. <laughs> no, it's like the person looking at it when it pops up. They go, oh, I get it. Um, but this, this chick was wearing like a skimpy bikini and she had this weird uh, beard thing going on. And it was like a, you know, uh, a Cthulhu in a, bi- in a bikini or something. She goes, oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Probably a lot of that app needed for this because people dressing up, you know, in a in an orange polo with a huge gut and a mustache and just going. Hut, Criminal. Hut. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, Chiefs are favored by eight and a half against the uh, first Cleveland Brown coaching job of uh, Greg Williams here. Uh, Over under is 52. Patrick Mahomes leads the NFL in touchdowns. Uh, He very well, to be honest with you, he very well could hit 3,000 yards in this game. He only needs 470, and that's possible here (laughs) against the Browns. Kareem Hunt has been awesome. Tariq Hill has been awesome. Everybody has been great with the Chiefs. The Browns, they've got a big test ahead of them. What does this offense look like and do with Baker Mayfield? Are we going to see an influx of David Njoku like we thought we were? Will we get more of a prominent Nick Chubb role? And will the offense, since it's so new and transformed over, if it's going to be new, do you think they maybe sit on a safety net known as Duke Johnson? Maybe this is a big Duke Johnson week. I mean, it could be. Um, I think that the Browns will want to control the clock they want to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes hands so they'll try to run it a bunch but I think that that could also lead to a bunch of three and outs and short fields for Kansas City I'm definitely taking the over in this game because Kansas City's defense is bad and I know it's partly bad because teams got to play catch up and all that stuff against them but uh, you know garbage points count all the same I take Kansas City and I'm going to go over on this I am going to go Kansas City and I'm going to take the under. Yeah, I already wrote it down. Oh, you knew that. Okay. You always have to pick something opposite of me most of the time. You didn't in the last one, which is surprising to me. Well, I think there's a possibility here. Like, I think. I think I wanted to. I think I played Nick Chubb somewhere and, you know, Baker Mayfield you could get down with. But I think Kansas City's defense could actually give them hell 
So this very well could also be a game where it's like 40 to 10, and that's still not going to cover. So um, I think the Chiefs can do what they do. There's just no promise that the Browns are going to be able to do what they need to do. So that's why I, I lean on the under. But Kansas City, eight and a half. I don't know. That's kind of, I don't want to call that safe or anything like that. But That's I, pretty safe. I put some shekels on it for sure, right? You would say that the Chiefs are better than the Steelers, right? And the the uh, I mean, we saw the game, and the Chiefs definitely better than the Steelers. And the Steelers beat the uh, the Browns by more than eight, and that was before they had all this upheaval. So I, I think Cleveland's trailing right now. I think Kansas City's an easy pick. Yep. All right, one more here before the break. Uh, Dolphins they host the New York Jets. The Miami's favored by two and a half. The over under is forty three and a half. More Brock Osweiler. Sam Darnold leads the NFL in interceptions. Isaiah Crowell probably leads in concussions. So what do you think about this one? Kenyon Drake. Forty three and a half. Forty three and a half. Uh, that, that, that move for you. How do they? How do they think points will be scored? Yeah, I mean, how did they get to 43 and a half? Like, that's what I'm thinking. So I think my instant reaction is to take the under. Um, I, I, re- I do believe in Sam Darnold. I don't know that I believe in him on the road without weapons. They just got they just have nothing in that offense. You sound right like now. you want to go Jets. I do. I want to, but I don't think I can. So I think I'm going to take Miami at home. I'm going to go uh, with the under in this game. Going to do the same. That's me too. Uh, I'm going to go. I know, I'm going to go Miami in the under. I expect this to be a messy, gross game. Some Kenny and Drake. Not much on the Jets side. I don't hold hopes. But don't you go anywhere. You hold the court because we will be back right after this break. We're going to finish up. We got a few more of the quote morning games. Get to the afternoons. More week nine with Bogdan of the Welsh coming up right after this. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says in this league. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks? In this league. No. It is in this league on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, ITL. That's the acronym of in this league, right? Is that? That's that? right. I did that accurately, sure. accurately with the acronyms? Yes. Okay, excellent. I am very happy to have done that. I am the Welsh. First name the, last name Welsh. You give uh, all of your fan mail. You can write it just as that, which is nice. We got two sections left. We got two segments left in the show, and now you're introducing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, welcome in. I think we did it earlier, but we just don't remember anything. What's going on here? That's Scott Bogman. Bo- Hi. Bo- Bogman is a great guy. If you come out to visit, he'll offer his home up to you. If you don't mind cats, he'll even drive you around. And all you have to do is uh, pay for food. Uh yeah. 
That's uh, pretty accurate. People, I gotta be honest with you. I mean, this is a secret show topic. We need to talk. I feel like we need to talk about this, but like, people's favorite thing is feeding you. Like everybody <laughs> loves to feed you. So My friends' much, wives love to feed me. That's for sure, I, dude. I'm telling you, it's a thing across the board. I'm not sure if people <laughs> like you and want you to be happy. I don't know if people are treating I you like a it's zoo the appreciation. animal. You know, I think it's uh, I, and I know that's why my, my buddy's wives love feeding me. It's because of the appreciation. I'm always like, oh, God, this is so good. So, OK, so, so follow much. me here then real quick. So there's, there's it's also off. a lot of people feel sorry for me. They're like, oh, he lives alone, doesn't get a nice home cooked meal ever. I'm like, yeah, I never get any of that. I have a family. When 50 yeah. percent of my meals are like, you know, my mom will cook me some stuff once a week. And then whatever. Uh, I'll run by my buddy's house. His wife will be cooking something up. My friend Kate makes something every once in a while. Hey, come get this. You know, I got I got at least four free meals this week. Well, I got three. I, so, OK, so I think the first one could just be like, you know, people want to do the thing. I think the second one lives in a world where they're treating you like a zoo animal. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. like they want to see you f- like eat. And for okay. their entertainment, but I think that's Thursday night football. Definitely. But okay, and I think it falls into. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, okay. It falls into the last one where I think it also could be people want to feed you to feel better about themselves, and I think two and three could be together where people because like people love to feel better about themselves. Like we we listen to a podcast where the guy is a fat pig, and his favorite thing is to watch other people do the things that he hates himself about. So other people love to encourage somebody of something that they're uncomfortable about. And I think there's a line in between there because it is incredible. We went to a baseball. I want people to understand this. Bogman didn't do a live stream to come out to a baseball game. And these guys played a poker tournament and half the proceeds went to feeding Bogman in a meal that they get to choose and watch. Like, that's weird. Well, you know, I, I do the Thursday night football with Bogman where in general, the Thursday night football games are so terrible yeah. that nobody wants to watch them. But if you watch them with me, I'm watching them. I'll try to keep you entertained. You know, I answer some questions. We'll do whatever. Sometimes we play bingo. You know, I try to keep you entertained during the game. That's generally horrible. Like that game last night. Why would you wanted to watch Nick Mullins versus Derek Carr? Not much. You know, even if you're like, "Hey, look, Nick Mullins is really good." We didn't know that. That's exciting. Okay, I'm a lifelong 49er still- fan. I did, I watched zero seconds of that game. The game was still 34 to three, right? Yeah. And it's the sloppiest football that you can get the Thursday night football because these teams don't get enough rest before playing them. So where does so- this have to do with people wanting to feed you and watch you eat? Uh, well, this has nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. I'm just saying why I do Thursday night football. But yeah, people will feed me because I'll take, you know, whatever it is, three and a half, four hours out of my day and sit and, you know, uh, watch the game with them and, and talk about it and stuff. So, but you're right. I definitely got money from two different people. Uh, they played a poker tournament and I think I got uh, whatever it was. I don't know if I got uh, all the. Guess what I got? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Well, how many Thursday night footballs have you done? Uh, I'm out scouting. I'm out doing scouting. I'm out doing the networking. I'm doing this stuff. I I got kids to feed, Bogman. Right. I don't, I'm not seeing anything. 
First of all, bunch of you, the neighbors. Called me, you called me a fat slob. I did in, not you call did. you a fat slob. You absolutely slob. called me a fat slob. Uh, and you think I don't know that you did. I called the podcast guy a fat slob. Me. No. You disrespect me so much. No. And you think I don't know. You think you're so much smarter than me. I'm not. You're not smarter than me. I'm, I didn't say I am. I'm not disrespecting you whatsoever. I'm not pot calling the kettle black. That's not the That's not no, the gig. No, you're Welsh calling the Bogman fat. No. That's what you are. <laughs> I mean, some... We need Dennis Roy to like make that a whole thing. That would be funny. No, not at all. I, I, I literally, I'm enamored. I am. I mean, if I did the things, people would probably want the same for me. They'd want to see me Look, uh, eat you, fatty foods and and get the point. For a second, if just for a second, you would sit there and go, you know what? Um, yeah, sure. We're scouting Vladimir Guerrero. It's a lot of fun. If just so for a much. second, you went by a restaurant that was close and said and gave. The score of the local nachos on a twenty eighty scale. Oh. I bet people would pay for that. No, you know what? You're right. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm well aware of Just all the reasons why. I, no, I'm very aware. I know. I'm very aware. I don't want to. First off, if I ever do that, by the way. I'm going to kill myself. I nothing. There's nothing I hate more than. Now I just said I should kill myself. No, no, me. I hate 2080ing life more than I think oh, it is oh, oh, the lamest. No, no, no. Like, I think it is the lamest thing on the planet. Every time I hear someone go, hmm, that's a 70 on the 80 joke scale, I want to shoot them in the face. I think <laughs> it is the worst. And it, it is no different than being like, oh, well, you know, that's a second rock with the sword on the gork's fourth like what are you talking about you magic what? nerd that's just like some nerd talk that they would talk oh. about in their dungeons where they play okay. world of warcraft like don't do that stuff we don't need to do that stuff in this society we don't need to make everything about 2080 it's that's I not okay we need rotten tomatoes to tell us how good these movies are <laughs> everything Touché. everything is based on some type of a sliding scale i'm telling you yeah, especially our weight sliding up both of us <laughs> yeah it's the nurse going all right gotta slide yeah. this one over too i guess i just thought it gotta was interesting slide this one too i guess but you are more likable i mean that we've discussed that and both openly fine with it uh you are more likable so but i, I think you should look deeper into it because let's make sure everybody has your best interest at hand you know you know i don't care if they do to be honest with okay. you like they, they want to buy me some food portillos. to review it yeah I'll, I'll eat all the portillos well i you know I me bogman sick. i, I think so you are I, sick. I think you are wasting opportunity i've been saying let's make a series out of i wanted to pr- let me tell you something let me stop let's put the brakes on the show here for a minute all of these people want to feed you and watch you and they want to do that stuff i wanted to make you money off of this. I wanted to help design a show. We could have done a YouTube channel. I do all the effing imaging. I do all that stuff. I'm going to help make the show, promote it, and spend my time on something that I'm not doing. You want no part of it. I wanted to help make you bigger, not from weight, but from a popularity standpoint. Other people I, don't want that. I want to make you money. I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know how I would get money from doing reviews. Do you know how many people try to do that? Bogman, and, and do you know that there nothing? are guys that stand in a room and watch a video that's on YouTube and they get 90 million hits? They'll review. Hey, what's up, guys? We're going to review uh, Bill Burr doing this two-minute joke, and they'll get 1.4 million views. You are charismatic. People obviously like to get your opinion on food. You would get a lot of views. People would be into people might like your food recommendations more than your fantasy. 
Uh, I mean, they probably are better, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least your gambling recommendations. I tell you, well, I mean, there, there is like, uh, what you don't want to do is take food advice from a skinny person. Very true. I, I can tell you that based on experience. So I, I agree. I like. Why would you trust that person? I don't know. Sophisticated you know I mean? palate. Get out of here. <laughs> That guy's that, that guy's never made himself sick where food is up why into his you throat. You want to get your food recommendations from people that look like Bobby Flay. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That's With right. Stupid hair. If uh, they've had a stroke, listen to him even more. I think. Sure. Yeah. If they're dead, if they're dead, like that guy did things right. Buy their somehow. book. Buy their if book. If they've died, buy their book on where to travel to eat food. Okay. I just want to make Especially sure. Especially if their disease was heart related. I brought this to a point of people like to bring you food. You tried to turn it on me like I am down talking you. I'm the person that is trying to better your life and use my time and resources to do it. You are the one that didn't wow, want to what jump an into angel. it. I, I am. I'm arms of an it's angel. You and Mother Bogman. Teresa. Thank you. And Teresa. Exactly. All of us. Whatever. All of us together. All of us together. All right. Let's yeah. get back to it. No way anyone's listening still. Um, <laughs> where were we? We what team? What team did we, we leave we, off at? We just did the Jets in Miami. So okay. whatever's after that. Easily forgettable. That's why I don't That's remember. Right. Uh, Lions and Vikings. Minnesota is a five and a half point favorite over. How do we even talk about football after that? How do we even transition? Uh, I don't know. Just uh, just transition. Just do it. Okay. Just do it. Just make the decision. Uh, five and a half. Minnesota's favored by 48 and a half is the over. We have got Adam Thielen all day. And like I said, like Aldrick Robertson just came out and was like, yeah, I got to step up with Stefan Diggs out. And everyone was like, oh, because he's questionable. There's no guarantee. That could, that could just mean out of practice. You well, know, he was means, saying like for this practicing. coming Sunday. Yeah, well, maybe he's not going to play then. Yeah, I mean that's a weird comment, but so we could be without um, without Diggs. We are without Golden Tate, obviously on the Lions. This I don't know if this will be a new look offense whatsoever. You and I talked about you know the the perennial son. What's his name? Powell. Oh yeah, yeah, Powell. The, Brand, Brandon Powell. I think that's right. Okay, I was trying not to do the Maverick Center. How Powell? What's the what's the Maverick Center? Dwight Powell, Dwight Powell, yeah, not him, Brandon Dwight Powell. Powell. Dwight Powell. So, what do you think, and where are you at here? Minnesota favored by five and a half. They are at home, forty-eight and a half over. It's clearly, we got to both take the over here. Um, uh-oh. This is uh, this is a tough game to predict because Dalvin Cook is going to get in. He's going to be on a snap count. Is that going to hint? Is that going to hinder Latavius Murray, though, getting into a rhythm? Because what you want is you want a lot of running in this game from Minnesota to run it down Detroit's throat because Detroit is the worst at stopping the run. They should get better with snacks. They weren't better last week. Um, so if a team, if one team is going to run a lot, you would think you would take the under for the clock being chewed up because of that. So I don't know that I want to t- – I think – I think Minnesota I'm definitely taking in this game, but I am flip-flopping on the over-under. So I think I'm going to go Minnesota, and I'm going to take the Uh, under. Okay. All right. I'm going to take the over, and I'm going to take Minnesota as well. I'm going to take that. Minnesota and the over. Yeah. I like some points. I like some points to be had here for sure. And uh, I don't know. I'm on the – like, what is – God, my eyes. Minnesota, I was trying to remember. They are 4-3-1. and one. I know. Like, Minnesota, to me, I'd have to see what all the rest are. They've got to be the best four-win team in the NFL. 
I think from a talent so? perspective. I'm trying. I mean, I could be uh, misspeaking here. I'll do a quick scan. Bears are four and three. Who else has four wins? Steelers got four wins. Ravens got four wins. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of still. Th- I'm going to stick with that. Minnesota is the best four win team in the NFL. They definitely could be. Uh, I mean, they beat they beat San Francisco, Philly. That's a good win. Arizona and the Jets. <laughs> I don't know. Those aren't all great wins. They've lost. They tied the Packers. Uh, they lost to Buffalo. They lost to the Rams. And they lost to New Orleans last week. So I think they have been playing better. So I'm going to stick to my guns with taking them. But I could see this going either way on the over-under. So I'm, I'm just going to stick with the under. All right. Uh, we have got the Atlanta Falcons, the three and four Falcons, visiting the five and two Redskins. It is It literally makes me laugh because it doesn't seem believable. Uh, Washington is favored by one and a half. The over-under is 48 and a half. Will Julio Jones score his first touchdown of 2018. I mean, I think if I'm picking something here, I'd have to say no. Washington's defense is very good. This I got to tell you, I would want to get right now on mybookie.ag and play the prop and see. I don't know what the odds are. <laughs> I am putting money on a Julio Jones touchdown in this game. He has to score one this year, right? He has to, right? Is that is that our our buddy Chris Harris, the podcaster, not the corner, oh, would no. uh, would call that a crutch argument? Yes, he doesn't have to catch one. Yeah, it would. It's the biggest crutch. I don't care. I don't care. I, every week he doesn't score. The next week is the week he has to score a touchdown. I'll bet on it every week until I win, and then I'm down however much money. That's why I'm a bad gambler. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, the Redskins in this one. I just don't. The Atlanta's just not. Really? I, I think Atlanta's playing for next year already. Six and two Redskins after this week? Six and two Redskins. Unbelievable to me. I I mean, Atlanta's on the road. Atlanta's not very good on the road, and their defense is bad regardless. We saw, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson go and tear up the Giants last week. He could absolutely do the same thing to this Falcons defense that doesn't like tackling anybody. So... I got to take Washington, and I think they're going to control the clock, not let this Atlanta offense on the field. Even when they are on the field, Washington's defense has been knocking quarterbacks around recently. I'm going to take the under in this game, too. Mm. What do you think about Adrian Peterson? Over 100? Uh, Easily. Easily? Yeah. Mm. I think he could break another huge one like he did last week. Walk out of this week uh, with 700 total yards rushing, at least, on the year? Possibly, yeah. 587 right now. So buck 13 gets him over 700. Man, I think it's definitely doable. He's going to go over 1,000. Definitely going to go as long as he stays, stays healthy and uh, you know uh, doesn't do uh, any uh, off the field stuff. Uh, so, uh, Dude, before you even went there, I just <laughs> felt it was going. I was like, hold back, hold back. Well, he's a Sooner. Yeah, I'm a, oh, yeah I forget. You never let them uh, forget that, do you? I don't. God, you remember watching him in college, though? It's so good. I, just, yeah. I like. I remember he's running all over all of the uh, the Longhorns. <laughs> of my memory, it's at least top two of the best running backs that I can really, really sit back and recall that I've seen in college football. Uh, he might be the best that I've ever seen. Like that, I got good eyes on. The most embarrassing run, like running back, run over anyone I've ever seen too is, and I love William Gay, one of my favorite Steelers of all time. Just a great dude on the field and off the field. Uh, Can't catch anything though. Oh no, that's like Taylor. That's like Taylor. But I mean, just type in Adrian Peterson runs over uh, William Gay, 
And it is it is embarrassing to watch because William Gay went in like a missile with all he had and Adrian Peterson hit him like he was a speed bump. So are you looking at it? No, I'm not. I should. If I was AP, that would be one of those things like, let's see, I would want AP runs over William William Gay. Gay. Let's be careful how I type this. Um, Images. Let's no, see. no, you got you got to see not images. Oh you gotta, boy, yeah. But I, yeah. I mean, I don't watch the video while I'm doing this. But yeah, here's a couple still shots. I mean, he, is, he looks like a dog that is submitting. That's what he looks like. <laughs> he is, rub my belly, Adrian Peterson. That's what William Gay is saying. Rub my belly. I've been a good boy. Please don't hurt me. You are the alpha, Adrian Peterson. One of the best rushers I can recall, at least from college football, and uh, he is continuing it on this year. Do not go anywhere. Because we'll be back for one last segment. You didn't segment. pick that game. Oh, I'm going to pick it when we get back. That's, okay. There's your teaser. When we come back, I'll pick this game, and we'll pick the rest of them getting through it. Week 9 with Bogman and the Welsh of In This League. We'll be right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends with in the... In this league. In the dark. Welcome back. It is the fat shaming Welsh and the IPA drinking uh, Bogman. We're back Woo! in this league. Woo-hoo. A- By the way, A-B-B? how about that song, Endless Love? Endless Love. Do you remember where that's from? Uh, oh, it's Why from do we use that uh, clip? Happy Gilmore. That's right. Yep. Brought to you by Adam Sandler. When he did good movies in the <laughs> 90s. When did Happy Gilmore come out? Come out? Oh, Has to be like 98. 96, Happy maybe. Happy Gilmore. It came out in 96. Yeah, very good. February 16th, Man. 1996. I am horrible at dates. I'm nailing them today. Yeah, I'll never now. get any of them right. Oh, my this. God. Check this out. It is... Uh, classified as a sports romance movie. Sports Get romance movie. Out of here. The that one scene. There's always a chick that he's chasing in all those movies. Yeah, you know? is Billy Madison with Veronica Vaughn that that Veronica, Veronica Vaughn. Vaughn? Is that a romance? It's not a yeah, romance. It's romantic. Movie. Do you no, remember it's... his bathroom in that movie? It's very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> all his dreams and visions of Veronica Vaughn. Yeah, Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> What's his uh, best one, by the way? I don't want to go on a tirade because we probably already I lost like the our Water job. Boy. Water Boy is the top one? I think so. Mm, I think Billy Madison might be my favorite. <laughs> Want to touch both, the I mean, hiney? It, it, it's hard to choose between those two, I think. Yeah. I think they could make and that Happy movie Gilmore. nowadays. I think though, that's the holy trinity of, of, of Adam Sandler. I agree with that. I mean, Happy Gilmore started it all. Like, it's the most iconic. Do you think they could make Billy Madison in 2018? No. No. Chris Farley's role, want to touch the hiney. 
Do you remember the opening scene? Nudie no. Magazine Day? <laughs> <laughs> He's got like the titles of those uh, uh, of those uh, magazines. <laughs> you couldn't put those in any movies now. No, you couldn't. <laughs> Nudie Magazine Day. Nudie Magazine Day. I want to go watch that tonight. I swear <laughs> to God. I'm, I'm going to spend my time watching that. I just, I love it. All right. Let's get back to it. We've probably already lost our gig here uh, <laughs> with our tirades here, but uh, it's okay. It's okay because it's Nudie Magazine Day. It is Nudie Magazine Day. All right. What do we do? All right. We're at the, the zoo. <laughs> we're at the Buccaneers and the Pan. We should do an entire no, secret show. No, you have show. to pick Atlanta oh, yeah, yeah, and Washington. We should do a secret show where we listen to like the top 10 greatest Adam Sandler songs and then we just <laughs> review them. That's an idea. Write that down. Voodoo spell on you. Yeah. <laughs> voodoo, voodoo. Uh, uh, Rod Carew, not a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. All right. Uh, oh, yeah, I got to pick the game. I'm going to take uh, Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota's favored by five and a half. Over under is 48 and a half. Nope. That's not the game. Atlanta and Washington. Atlanta, Mike. Washington. Inko Biloba. Yeah. I'm going to take Atlanta. I'm going to take the over. Atlanta and the over. So you're going to go the complete opposite of me. All right. Yes, let's sir. Go. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers finally against Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers 5-2 and two at home. Uh, well, 5-2 and two record, 4-0 and oh at home. Six and a half favorite over the Bucs. Over under 55 because they have got, I think, number two in per game quarterback fantasy points. Ryan Fitzpatrick back in the lineup for the Bucs. Right? I love I love Fitzmagic. This is a tough uh, first week matchup of him back. How much do you fear the Ryan Fitzpatrick starts out horribly in this game and in comes Jameis Winston? There's no way they can bring Jameis Winston in this game. Oh, man. No, it's definitely going to happen. How do you do it? I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. If Jameis Winston enters this game... Dirk Cutter doesn't make it to week 10 as the uh, head coach of the Buccaneers. Oh, I like that. There's no way. Am I wrong? No, no, no you're not wrong. They, there's no way um, they can do this. Unless Fitzpatrick gets hurt. That's the only I'm a, circumstance. I'm going to let you pick this one first. Go yeah. ahead. I am going to go. I don't, I'm going to take the under. I don't like this over under at all. And it is big. 55 is a lot. I am going to... I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I'm gonna just say they cover. They're wow. they're covering the line, not winning the game. Okay, Tampa Bay in the under, but yeah. I mean six and a half was not even a full touchdown. You wouldn't be surprised if they won. The Bucks? Yeah. No, I wouldn't be shocked if they won. But I, I like Carolina in this. But I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take Bucks with those points, and I'm gonna take the under because it is a wildly high over under. Obviously, these teams can score them, but uh, no thanks. I, it's taken all the value out of uh, points being scored here. Now, I think Carolina is the easy pick for me. The, I'm having more trouble with the over-under because Carolina likes to control the clock, but we've seen them put up points in bunches, too, and this is a really bad defense. Like, would you be surprised if Carolina puts up 35? No. And then Tampa Bay puts up 21? Because that's 56. 35-21 is 56 points. No, I mean, I, I wouldn't be. I really wouldn't be. But at the same time, for me, taking the over when it's 55 or higher, that's for offenses like New Orleans. You know, that's for offenses like right. Kansas City or the Patriots. 
it's not Carolina and the Buccaneers. Like I know the Bucs are going to score points. I stacked all those Panthers in DFS, so I have to go over on this. So So Carolina in the over. Okay, so we're complete opposites here. I like it. I like it. Your game. This is where Bogman will be Sunday, huddled up, screaming at the top of his lungs. So if you're in the uh, Phoenix metro area, you might be able to catch it because it is the Bogman Bowl. Uh, He (laughs) says... That the Baltimore Ravens are his most hated rival. So the Steelers at four two and one visit the four and four Ravens, who are two and one at home. Baltimore is a three point favorite. Over under is forty seven. No sign of Lev Bell anywhere. All James Conner, all Antonio Brown, Juju Smith Schuster, Alex Collins, and new running back Ty Montgomery, or maybe Whiteout. I don't even know what they plan to do with him. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Alex Collins a little banged up in this one, too. Uh, both offensive tackles out for the Ravens in this game. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I think they're a different team than when they played the first time. And there's nothing more that these teams like doing than uh, beating the other team at home. You know, Baltimore beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh loves beating Baltimore in Baltimore. Uh, but the offense doesn't work as well on the road. I think we get back to more of a classic type of AFC North battle between these two teams, especially with Baltimore's defense being so good. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh and I'm going to take the under in this. I am. Um, I'm Steelers in the over. Okay. I'm going to take Steelers here. I think this is a opportune game for some points to be scored. I mean, Baltimore is dumb and they're annoying, but Pittsburgh's <laughs> defense is bad and Baltimore they can score some points. It's been known to happen. And maybe Ty Montgomery opens some stuff up. Alex <clears throat> Collins seems to find himself uh, relevant. The in offense games. hasn't been in rhythm in recent weeks. No, they have I mean, not. Look, if there's and the Steelers defense has been better. But if there's a team that the Steelers like giving, I mean, Baltimore always plays. If there's the a Steelers player so well. that'll make them feel whole. It's Artie Burns. <laughs> right. Ah, God, trade him to trade him to Montreal, Baltimore, trade him to Baltimore. Trade him anywhere. I don't care. Get him out of here. All right. So uh, we're both taking the Steelers, but I'm taking the over. You're taking the under, right? Yes. All right. Uh, We are now moving to how many are there? There's only three afternoon games. So these will be one of them. A fantastic choice. So I really hope that you are not um, dealing with like, uh, you know, regional issues here. And it's the last one we're going to talk about. But first up, we got the Houston Texans who are five and three against three and five Broncos. The most relevant piece here is the trade that they did with Demarius Thomas uh, being traded from the Broncos to the Texans. Denver is favored by one and a half. Over under is 46. No Royce Freeman, it looks like. Deshaun Watson's got two viable options because Will Fuller is out. So we've got DeAndre Hopkins, Demarius Thomas. What you think? I'm going to take Houston in the over in this one. Um, I do, how is Denver favored? be honest with you. Denver has not had a very, I guess, yeah. Um, And if you look at like the basic line of home getting a three-point advantage, you would say Denver's not really favored. But um, Oh, that's a good point. I I would say I I think Houston's going to walk in this game. I think Houston has looked very good. They had the extra time to prep for this. Uh, They added the weapon with Demarius Thomas, and he can also go into Houston and say, hey, look, this is the way to take advantage of this offense. And uh, I think he's going to be the best scout that they have. So I'm going to take Houston in the over in this game. Who is the player? Was it – God, wasn't it someone that went to, like, the Patriots and they're like, hey, that team got any fun, tricky plays? Didn't we hear? Do you know what I'm talking about? 
No. Nah, there was somebody this year that changed teams, and then their coaches was like, hey, so your team you were with, they got any uh, fun, cool plays to talk about? Essentially being like, tell us the playbook of that team. That's that's <laughs> what the Texans would do. I, was that Todd Haley? <laughs> well, I mean, he's taking it to the grave with him. I would say, what'd you say? You said Texans and the... Over. All right, because I'm going to go Texans and the under, though. I don't like uh, point-scoring opportunities here. Denver, they still have a defense. It's not what it once was, but they're I still— I mean, they have players that play defense. That's yeah, true. Yeah, but they've got a couple of decent ones. Yeah, if yeah. you say so. Don't they have one, Von Miller? Yeah. Okay. I do have one. All right, well, one's a little <laughs> Bradley Chubb's been better. Okay, so there you go. We got a couple here. Uh, give me the under <laughs> and give me Houston. Chargers, okay. Seahawks. This is an even— even line here. Pick, uh, pick the, yeah, it's a pick them. Five and two Chargers, the four and three Seahawks. Over under is 47 and a half. As you said, if home favorite gets the three points, this goes gone to even. Seahawks, uh, even if they were a point five here, not a favorite here. Rivers, Gordon, get Cannon Allen right. What do you think is going down in this game? You know, uh, I mean, Melvin Gordon's still questionable. It's not 100% that he is going to play this game. I would assume that he does, but if he does, I think he might be on a pitch count as well. This is a hamstring injury. We know uh, from seeing all kinds of guys with hamstring injuries this season that um, it's a tough one to get over for running back. I'm going to take the home team in a pick em game. I'm going to take Seattle. I'll go with the over in this one. I am going. Wait, I'm sorry. Would you? Who'd you pick? Seattle. Seattle. I and, picked home team. And the over. Over. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to go over, but I'm going to go um, with the Clippers. Clippers and the over. Yeah, definite. Let's Clippers. go, Boban. I'm going. I'm going with all the talented players, Boban. so I'm going to go with the Chargers. Boban. Should Boban be just? Uh, shouldn't some NFL team hire him just to stand in the middle during uh, field goal attempts and then? Stick his arm straight up in the end zone for real. You know, I think about like why I we ever got an answer. Why doesn't Boban get all the minutes in a game? Because like he could just hold the ball above everybody's head. He doesn't have to <laughs> jump to dunk. Like I don't he understand. Doesn't have to jump to dunk. I don't understand he why he doesn't does stay not. under the basket. They throw him the ball and he dunks it every single time. The guy should have fifty <laughs> points every game. It's like Adam Sandler playing dodgeball against yeah. a little kid. It's like me playing against my kid. Like that's like an eight foot hoop. Well, I'm last night dunk it every he time. started Boban. He got uh, he double doubled ten and eleven with uh, two assists. No he should, blocks. He should do that in four minutes. No blocks for him. Really? How does he? How's he going to get no blocks? How many minutes was that? Twenty three. I like that. Four, uh, uh, four of seven. How is he four of seven? I don't know. I why don't is he shooting? Anything. Why is he shooting the basket? No, just stand under it. He's got. A, he's got a right. range of a half a foot. That's what. It's easy for him. <laughs> All right. This is the game that I hope uh, regionally you are not taken away from you because it is the Rams at the Saints. The what is it? Six and one Rams and the eight and O. Or I'm sorry, the eight and O Rams. The six and one Saints. The Rams are a two point road favorite. With a 57 and a half over. This is the game that we're all here for. Todd Gurley, Kamara, I mean, Michael Thomas, revenge game for Brandon Cooks. I'm all about that narrative. Jared Goff, Taysom Hill, Teddy Bridgewater, all the quarterbacks playing a wide <laughs> receiver. This is the game that I want to be tuned into. What say you? Uh, I'm going to take the Rams and I'm going to go with the under. I think that is an absurd line. 
in this game. I know both these offenses are good, but both these defenses are fairly decent as well. So, And this should be a grinded-out game. The strength of both these teams is the run game. Todd Gurley and Alvin Kamara and, and Mark Ingram. So uh, I'm going to definitely take the under. And until someone beats the Rams with a low spread, I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm going to take the under and I'm going to take with the Rams as well. I mean, two points seems like uh, not enough points for the Rams to be given on a game. Yeah, they're amazing. I, yeah, they've been too good. I mean, look, you know, I think they only won by two points last week. Like we said before, uh, they could Todd Gurley could have ran that last one into the end. Oh, zone, man, so. I got a great poll idea and I'm just thinking of it now. I don't know if I even have enough time to put it out. What ends first? Julio Jones Touchdown oh. drought or Todd Gurley's uh, not a touchdown in every game? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know how even to phrase it. So Yeah. Todd Gurley scored a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Todd doesn't get a touchdown or Julio does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how it is. Like, what happens first? Gurley scored a touchdown every game. Julio hasn't scored one. What happens first? Gurley doesn't score. Julio scores. You know it's going to happen the same week. Though. Yeah, I know. It'll be annoying. It'll be this week. I'm going to schedule it. I'm going to put that out. I'm going to put that out. Look for it at Is It The Welsh. I want to put that tweet out. So uh, what do you you say, by the way? Uh, I would say that Julio not scoring finishes first because Gurley's going to get a touchdown every game. That's what he does. It's 100% what he does. All right. Uh, Quickly here, uh, the Sunday night game, great game. Packers versus the Patriots. New England is favored by five and a half, over under 56 and a half. What do you think? Um... Uh, I'm going to take, you said 56 and a half? Yeah. You know, I don't think it matters. I'm going to go over on this one and uh, take Green Bay. Dang. I'm going to go Green Bay and under. Green Bay and under. Yeah. Green Bay and under. Uh, Last one here. We have, oh man, what a game. We've got the Titans at the Cowboys. Dallas is favored by five and a half. Please flex this out, Jesus. Uh, five and a half, Dallas favorite. Uh, over under is 40 points. We got brand new Amari Cooper. 40 points. Uh, yeah, 40 is the over under. And uh, Amari Cooper gets unleashed for the first time after two straight bye weeks. Dallas in the under. Uh, Tennessee can't muster an offense right now. I'm going to say Dallas in the over. I think this is a 20 to 23 game. I think it's you dirty better hope and it's it is. Messy. I know. <laughs> Let me ask you something. How is Tennessee getting to twenty? I don't know. Uh, it'll be a pick six. Is it with Corey Davis? A pick six, a fumble recovery. It uh, must be a lot of Tajay Sharp because Jonu Smith isn't getting anything. No, has he caught loser. a ball in, tw- in six weeks? God damn loser! How many, how many sucks? How many catches does he have on the year? He though? has four. The same four he had when we looked six weeks ago. <laughs> It's the most worthless. All right. That's the show, guys. That's it. That's all that you got. You want more? Go follow us on Twitter at Is It The Welsh at Bogman Sports. You can find our podcasts uh, anywhere. Patreon.com slash ITL Army. That's where you can have so much fun with us. You can catch me on Sunday uh, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network with Corey. I'm not sure if Gabe is going to be there, but I'll be doing the updates as time changes goes down. And then you can catch us on Monday over on Fantrax, the Fantasy Black Book with Joe Pizzapia. And, of course, at In This League, the Fantasy Football Edition, we'll have all of the Week 9 stuff for you. Otherwise, we will catch you here probably, hopefully, next same time next week, as long as Adam Sandler didn't get us fired. <laughs> for Bogman, on the Welsh. Have a great weekend. Tell you.